Hi guys. <laughs> Hi everybody. Welcome to Tales of Living with 59 Other Roommates in association with Sky Shield Productions. I'm Deji Manuel. I'm Deontay. And we're here to once again to tell you about our tales of living with 59, 60, 70, 80, 90, some 100 <laughs> other people. <laughs> Literally. Here in the City of Angels where it is today it is bright and sunny. Thank goodness, after all those weeks of rain. Rain, cold, it actually feels... Because, you know, when I first got to Los Angeles, mm -hmm. like, I got here seven months ago. Okay. And it was, like, rainy and cloudy. And I was like, what the fuck happened it, to it the was, sun? It was like that. For, I remember waking up one day and being like, isn't it June? Yeah. Why is it still raining? Mm-hmm. You know, Los Angeles is supposed to be this sunny place where everybody wants to come and, and have fun. And now we're in Seattle. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I was like, rain, everything. I said, this is not what I signed up for. No. So I was like, what's, what's happening? So not I'm glad it's hot. I'm glad it's, well, it was actually really fucking hot today. It was. We're going through a heat wave, guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was actually really hot. Complete, I was sweating. Complete heat wave. You know when you sweat in the back, like you're, you're like. Oh, down to your down, crack. Yeah. And your butt crack. Drips down. Oh. That's what I felt. And I was like, okay, at least my shirt isn't these. Like, I recently these. got back from North Carolina. Mm -hmm. uh, took a little trip up there with with uh the missus and i stepped outside and we were taking photos mm -hmm. just standing there i was drowning in a pool of my own sweat See? sweat mm -hmm. was going down my leg my i don't want to say emails because you know. <laughs> everything that everything yeah everyone that was there at the reunion Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they were looking at me and wondering. Are you okay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, is he is he going? To I am fine. I am just a new territory. Yeah. I don't know how to act. They thought you were nervous. Like possibly. They were like, oh, he never he's shaking his boots. He's sweating too it's, much. It's probably. That's <laughs> they're trying to get to my lies. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, he's sweating a little bit too much for a me. Little, a little too much. Well, today, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we want to introduce you to our introduction. We realize that you don't really know us too well yet. Exactly. And so we want to share a little bit of backstory for you in order for you to get to know who we are as people and not mm -hmm. just two people who talk a lot of shit sometimes about <laughs> the place we used to live. <laughs> More so just like being able to connect with us. Um, we want you to understand like our stories and get to know us and ask us questions along the way. Of course. Um, that'll be cool to just like interact. And also there's some parts of our stories that we don't know because we haven't like really explored no. back before Upstart. I know, I know a little bit about yeah, you. Like a, like a little backstory. We yeah. know like a little bit, but like I don't think we've ever like dove into like way before how about this when did you realize you wanted to, because la's full of creatives and yes. artists and people who want to make it in the industry that's why people move here that's why it has a high turnover rate guys mm -hmm. um what made you want to become an artist in the first place Ooh, you know i love this question mm -hmm. uh just because um that's just it's uh, it's so inspiring um so for me uh, when I was a kid, I would always watch like Disney Channel. Right. So I'm a Disney kid. Oh, I'm a and, Disney kid. You know, too. Disney yeah. Disney has a, a chokehold on me like yeah. no other. Um, and literally, What's when up, I was, Mickey? yeah, you know, <laughs> hi, sponsor us. <clears throat> Run us them coins, boys. <laughs> but as a kid, I would always just like pretend that I did the whole dun 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 like this mm -hmm. is Deontay and you're watching da da da. And you're watching Disney you know, Channel. and yes. I would always do a little thing, mm -hmm. and I I would also like have little interviews. 
um, of movies that I was in, mm-hmm. movies, fake movies that I made up yeah. that I was, you know, had my little sister interview me for. You were on Brink? And yeah, I was on Brink. <laughs> I was on Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. What's the one? Um, the one where Raven's in. Um, um, remember? Xenon? Xenon! Xenon! I was in Xenon! <laughs> I was in Xenon! Girl in the 21st century. Yes. I, listen, I had a whole remix the boy. The boy. It was me. So I would say for me, it was just being a kid and and seeing other kids on TV mm-hmm. and wanting to be that because yeah. I've always been that big personality. Of course. Um, and I just was like, okay, that's that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as it got into like me being like what in like my teenage years, I actually started putting the pen down and like was like, yeah. I just, I'm gonna start writing some shows that I would like to be in because I'm never going to get to Los Angeles, you know? Oh, you didn't think you were going to get there? I didn't think it was going to get because I'm from a very, very small town. Right, okay. So um, I didn't think there was a possibility. I just knew that I always wanted to go. Yes. So what I did, I put all my imagination. You didn't realize there there, there possibly could have been opportunities around you, even if you never made it to Los Angeles? You know, I think my sights were just set so high that... Anything around me, because I'm from Kentucky, anything around me just wasn't up to par, you know, that I was thinking. I was like, it's just not going to, like, it's I mean, L.A. or no way, you know? It's Kentucky. It's Kentucky. What's the creative thing that, that Kentucky is even known for? What, what, did you, could, what could you really put your... Put your <laughs> I see your face. Look, I'm trying to draw it Bourbon? out. Bourbon? Bourbon? Bourbon, horses. Mm-hmm. Basketball, like it—it it was a very like Kentucky. It for me growing up was a very like, it's sports, it's beer, it's coal mining, it's horse racing, the manly man stuff. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah, and I'm just like I was the boy that like liked to sing, liked to dance, right. liked to act and stuff like that. So that was never really a hot commodity. Something, something that you thought of. Of doing, yes. you know, so I had to suppress writing, had mm-hmm. to suppress this. So I think um, another thing that pushed me out was the show uh, Empire. Okay. Um, went 2015. I yes. remember it exact. There was an episode you where know, I've never seen an episode of that. Really? I've not. Oh. It, no, it was one. Of the, it's one of those things where I would hold off. People would tell me the series was good, and yes. I do this all the time with so many series. That's why I've never seen a lot of series. Oh, is that so I would hold off. And thank you, Netflix, for the binge culture. Yeah, is I would no, hold off sure. on seeing a TV show because I wanted to binge it all at the end. Oh. And then next thing you know, I would have I would have not seen a single episode. Season two will come along. Yes. I would have not seen a single episode. Season three come along. And I'm like, well, I haven't watched it this long. I'm and not going to watch it all. And now it's at the end and people are saying like the fourth season isn't as good as as the first and now I'm like well now I don't want to watch it because right. now, now I'm disappointed but Empire is one show that you have to actually watch it's it was it's really good was really good I don't know if it's on yet I've, I, uh, I've dropped off of it yeah but, I don't know if it's still on but I love the show but there was a scene in there where Jamal mm-hmm. um, the gay character yes. he goes to a rap battle and he starts to sing and he's like singing lyrics and they're like basically him coming out um, and Bars. Yeah, bars. And then as soon as the last verse he says, he says, bitch, like, hey. as he's rapping, mm-hmm. he's singing. And the guy's like, everyone cheers. It has, like, an Eminem, um, moment. 8 Mile yeah. moment. Yeah. And that right there for me, just the way he did that, like, it inspired me to come out. And okay. also when I came out, like, during that time. Right. It was a lot of pressure, but it gave me that, like, oomph to go out and, like, do all that. Okay. So... I don't know. I just started to take into my my creativeness. I was just like, I really, 
I dance, I sing, I write, I want to act, do all this stuff. I'm about to step into this. Hey, if anybody from Empire is listening to this right now, <laughs> and just know that you've inspired <laughs> and I multiple people listen to come to LA and live their truth. So, you know, give us money. Thank you, Lee Daniels. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, uh, you but that was... You want to come on the podcast, come on, Lee. Come on. We'll, we'll, just drag us in, yeah, you know, come we'll have love, a we'll sit. We'll love to have you. Sit, have a seat. Yeah, we'll talk the shit about what other roommates you've had in the past. Yeah, how'd yeah. you, how, how you got here. Yeah. And where you were. But I would say that's one defining moment that's literally just me growing up having nothing mm-hmm. and my imagination mm-hmm. um, taking me... To hear because like i said i didn't really think that i was going to be able to like go to los angeles because money family right. where i'm at um i'm like crazy circumstances let me ask you this when was the first time you actually knew that moving to los angeles mm-hmm. was a possibility <laughs> right after okay right after i graduated high school mm-hmm. um i should you not I didn't want, you know how people get like big like, graduation gifts. Right. I was just like, give me money or figure out ways to get me to LA. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> at, like literally yeah. after I graduated high school, a week or two after that, I went to LA. Like I had saved all, all the graduation money and I moved to Los Angeles. How much was the, how much, how much was the graduation money? $500. $500. That was it. It's enough. But. Pack up a move. For LA. Yeah. I mean, when I tell you it. By the time I got to Los Angeles, I had $200. <laughs> um, and look, it was enough to put a deposit on living in a box. No, but see, I didn't even fly. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally um, took a Greyhound. Okay. So, imagine me, 18 years old, I took a Greyhound um, to LA, mm-hmm. which is three days, no showering, no, yeah. like, it was literally a fucking journey. Yeah. Um, and I was just so excited. And scared at the same time because yeah. I was like I'm leaving everything I know, yeah. but in a sense that like type of feeling you don't really, you kind of have to be insane to do. It is that there is there's there's a certain excitement to it. Yeah, because I remember um, moving here to to pursue something. I wasn't trying to 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 go into the corporate world which I just came from. Yeah, I didn't really have too much of a plan except for I knew that I wanted to be in this space. And coming here, I had a little bit more than you did. I think yeah. I had about about fifteen hundred dollars that okay, I period. saved. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. I lasted three months. Oh, that I still had to call up my friend uh, John. Thank you very much. I really really appreciated your help at the time. Period. I was like John. Those are the real ones. Yeah. Keep them. The I real call, ones that I, help you in tough times. I called John. Look, I'm in a tough space. I just blew all my, my money on um, all these permits that you need. There was a lot of stuff I had to get. Next thing you know, I had about like three hundred dollars. Yeah. Rent to do in like <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> gotta. I was like, gotta make it some shake. John, just, just give me a month. <laughs> just, just give me a month's worth of money, boy. <laughs> and, and luckily, and I promised to pay John back. He gave me the money. And um, I paid him back in a month later. Yeah. You know, after I was able to, to put some stuff together and start making money. Um, so, yeah, there is that excitement about coming to L.A., not knowing what exactly is going to happen, being it's, nervous at the same time. It's scary. It's but scary. It's scary, but it, there's this feeling like, you know, like, when there's a, there's a threshold of fear mm-hmm. that's surrounding you. And then, like, when you just, like, break through it. Mm-hmm. It's a sense of like euphoria, like you feel like you can do anything. Like there's so much magic inside you. It's like right. I can take over the world, and that's what I felt. I felt like 
there was such a hold, like like a hold back with my family. Mm-hmm. Like they are all um, in Kentucky, and not a lot of them have traveled outside of it. Right. And I felt like I was the first one, like charting this epic journey, you know. Yeah. And it just felt so like good. And I just when I got here, I had that moment where I'm looking around LA, like, you know, like in the movies, like wow, it's the big ass yeah. place. I feel like a small fish. Um, but I drove through downtown. You ooh. and it's just, I looked around. I was like, "Wow, I'm here. This is dirty." <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's always been dirty, but you know, it was one of those moments. I mean, what when you first arrived? Like, what was the first thing that inspired you to come to Los Angeles? Oh, funny, funny story. I honestly, I think in the previous podcast we talked about mm-hmm. how I've always just loved cameras Cam- yes. and recording I mean, stuff. Hence the, the company you hence, have. The, hence the video agency. <laughs> yes, on. I formed a whole <laughs> company. <laughs> um, but it kind of dissipated through the times, yeah. you know, and this is, and I, I get it, my yes, societal pressures from, yes. from family, family, friends, who want you to, to go into a different path because they want you, they want you to have a, a a sense of security. A better life. Yeah, a better life, a sense of security. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so I, 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 su- <laughs> yes, <laughs> I succumbed, you know, I succumbed to that. I went through, through the process. I did all that, but I still wasn't happy. Yes. I knew there was still something in me that wanted to get out there and do something. And I never really gave LA too much thought. Mm-hmm. The only thing I gave a lot of thought was I wanted to record. Was it New York first, or it wasn't New York? I was I, I had no particular place in mind. Oh, okay, okay. And so the first time, LA started becoming a possibility for me mm-hmm. was I was living with, and this is gonna bring John back up again. Mm-hmm. I was living with John at the time, and John had a girlfriend, mm-hmm. and they had been dating a while. John's a little older, um, so they just they decided, oh, it's time for his girlfriend to move in. Oh. And when his girlfriend moves in, guess what? I get I get the wonderful opportunity of being kicked out. The boot. <laughs> the so out. exactly, but I was happy for them. No, no, no. It was, it's a it's um, a good transition. No resentment. Yeah. Not much, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> John, you heard that? <laughs> yes, John. <laughs> You're in my book. <laughs> he said what? Anyways, um, when he said that. He's like, hey, would you mind? Um, I'll give you about two months or so. You know, she wants to move in. I was like, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. And then I thought for a second. I don't, I don't know what it was, but something in my brain went, you know what? I think I want to move to Los Angeles. Just there, you know. Like, just like that. I think it's innately inside you. I, I think when you're, when you're an artist, I think you know deep down like what you really want to do. Yeah. And you ask the first people, like your parents, like that, like. For reassurance and mm-hmm. validation but the moment they they don't give that to you you have to look inward yes and i think that's what we end up doing that's what we did and that's literally what it was mm-hmm. i was told that like you know that it's a big dream and like one in a million people get that yes and i'm like i just i just know if i'm always going to get my star i was like mm-hmm. i'm going to get a star oh yeah like <laughs> i'm going to get a star and like, i it, it's just not something that's so unattainable for me i don't feel like i feel like if i don't know Going out of space is unattainable for mm. me. You know, being a doctor is unattainable yeah. for yeah. me. Yeah, I was you know, to be a doctor. You know what I'm saying? Like, an accountant, that's not, I just, that is alien to me. Numbers. Numbers. Oh. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not knocking the accountants. I'm just saying. I like, am. 
five friends that are counting. Sorry, y'all. Um, How dare you throw these numbers at me? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Oh, taxes? What are you talking about? <laughs> I just don't see that for me. But, you know, people and family, they do have these standards mm-hmm. for you. And they, they put, throw that in there. Yeah. Better life. And, like, I honestly was just like, if I was doing those things, I would be so depressed. I'd be so, like unhappy about life yep. i mean just because i'm a create we're creative yeah. at heart you it's know not, what I'm it's saying? not it's not something that makes us happy there's a lot of people who are very very content happy it's successful successful like they are happy families yes. beautiful lives yes. who do what they do it's just something in our minds our not the life for me just can't do it not the life for me Mm-mm. and one thing that i always try to make sure people know that whenever they're coming out here mm-hmm. is that if you are committed to coming out here and following those particular dreams, yep. make sure you have a true passion for it. Yes. Because you need to know that Los Angeles is a high turnover city. It chews you up. It will you out. chew you up and spit you out. Yeah. It has some of the most potent magic here that yes. like attracts you. Like when I landed, I felt like LA has this magic and I it say is. it all the time. But it also has this like aura of just like not giving a fuck about you. No, it can it can switch in a second. Yep. And that's why. And I think honestly, I think I'm just getting to this. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> that's honestly why I think that there are so many homeless people in LA. Yes, I do too. Just because I feel like they have those dreams, those sparks, those fires that want they got out here. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of them, which is unfortunate, but they're just they're flame, they're light, just blown out. It's 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 part of it. It's part, it's part of it. And then they turn turn into other things, stuff like that. But we see a lot of people here that are like that. And I, I feel like they all had dreams. Because L.A. is a city of dreams. Oh, of course it is. I mean, you know? everywhere you look, it's... I have friends who have started from started from the bottom. And, and now they're here. And now they're here. You know? I've, I've seen them go from someone who's living in the pod right next to me. Yeah. You know, as we go back to living with 59 other roommates. Mm-hmm. Um and now I'm seeing them on Netflix shows. Yeah. They grew in front of my eyes. Yeah. But that's the thing. They had a passion for it. Yes. They they knew that even if this isn't working out right now. It will. Because I love this so much and I'm going to continue to put the effort into it. Mm-hmm. I'm not just doing this because, because I think I'm going to be a star cool. or yeah. I'm going to make a lot of money. I truly enjoy this. I truly enjoy the grind. Yes that this is going to take me to where I need it to take me because mm-hmm. I'm willing to go through those fires, through yeah. that pressure. Trials and tribulations. Through all those trials and tribulations. <laughs> oh, I think that's the title of this, this episode. Ah! Trials tri- tri- <laughs> and tri- tribulations. <laughs> but, like, no, because I always say, like, you know, sometimes, like, I feel like that right there mm-hmm. is, is it. Like, yeah. with Upstart, with what we were in, the pods, like, we're all seeing the the hunger like we literally I saw it every day we know we, we like we were in there we literally did like hunger thirst for our dreams like people were waking up at four o'clock in the morning to go out yes going to auditions yep. going to three jobs like mm-hmm. people were like when people like when we talk about upstar like it wasn't just like all the bullshit like it was trust mo- me, there was a lot there's a lot of the bullshit there's but... a lot of bullshit <laughs> no pun intended with yes. the fucking Last episode. Yeah. Um, but, like, there are people that were grinding. Like, we all were grinding. Like, three, four jobs, 
booking this, going here, practicing here, doing this, like so much is going into just trying to get that moment for you. Yes. And, you know, and it, it's, it's what draining it's exhausting it's very draining you get told no a thousand times um you're getting uh, put correction a thousand and one a thousand and one mm -hmm. and when you get a yes it's not like it probably isn't the, this big yes it's not it's it, or it's just a yes to get you to the next door and you constantly have family nagging at you like mm -hmm. when are you going to do this what are you doing this like how are you ma are you making money mm -hmm. on this gig when they don't oh, understand man, that i hate that question yeah. so i i would have i would have uh family members call me mm -hmm. and be like oh you know has that little la thing going little went listen <laughs> anybody that says little this and this this little dance thing yeah. or this little acting oh, thing this, oh, writing this, thing oh, no that little video project that you yeah have. no like, oh talk to us nice you know don't minimize what the fuck i'm doing don't that is that is the i cringe at that so hard because like you're just basically trying you're basically just shitting on what i'm doing yes it's don't do it guys it's, it's you, it's you. <laughs> don't do it don't do it you might it's, get punched in the mouth <laughs> or flicked in the forehead or flicked in the forehead <laughs> it's 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 that it's that little subconscious thing that people mm -hmm. do when they say little and they might not even be meaning, meaning to, yeah, de to they demean mean whatever it. you're doing but subconsciously they're going Oh, I don't really believe yeah. that you're gonna succeed in this. Yeah, and that's and I feel like it's funny we're saying this because like I feel like a lot of people have those voices in their head yes. and those people in their lives. Mm -hmm. Like I have plenty now till this day. Right now, even though I've done some pretty cool things, yeah, you know, I still have those people in my world that say like this, this, that, and the third. Of course. They still question everything. Yeah. They still wonder uh, when is this going to happen. Or also, it's always about money. It's never about, like, did I have a good time? Yeah. Is it, is it like, am Are I you happy? Am I progressing? Yeah. Um, you know, is it is it feeling, feeding my soul? Exactly. Is, am I happy? And that's, that's just a weird thing with people who don't understand the artist's way. Mm -hmm. I, what do we even call them? I, I, <laughs> Humans. Haters. 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 Just people. Like, I mean, people that, like, work i mean like I, you know we have artists yes. and then what else what 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 are they like should we make a name for them um the others <laughs> others like because like it it's a if it, it's a very distinct thing yes. i have friends that are, are not artistic at all mm -mm. and like them trying to navigate what i'm doing is they can't comprehend it but you know what's funny i have friends who like I said, they, they do the college thing. They yeah. they're in corporate jobs. They do that, but the older I get, the more I'm seeing those same friends mm -hmm. do artistic things mm -hmm. part time. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll hop on a TikTok and make a TikTok. Yeah. Maybe they'll hop on on Instagram and you'll see them doing something mm -hmm. creative. Maybe maybe they're doing a side job as 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 a photographer. Mm -hmm. They're still letting that artistic side of them yeah come out come out. Bit by bit, yeah. as they get older, I've seen a num number of people. Um, fun story. I knew uh, this one lady. She's incredible, nicest, nicest uh, girl in the world. Mm -hmm. In college, she was, I think, a psychology major. Mm -hmm. um, University of Maryland. Shout out Terps. Period. Okay, um, Terps. Terp, terp, terp. <laughs> and <laughs> smartest, smartest, smartest girl in the world. Two years ago, I was out in West Los Angeles, mm -hmm. West LA, 
and I see her. She's walking down the street. It's so cool seeing people you know. I know. Aww. I look at her, and I'm like, and I walk up to her. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. what are you doing here? <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be some big shot therapist yeah. in Maryland? And she's like, nah, you know, Maryland, um, California was more of my vibe. Mm-hmm. So I decided to move out here after doing a few years over there. And so I'm thinking, oh, she probably moved out here to still pursue whatever it is she, she was pursuing in Maryland. Yeah. So I asked her, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing nowadays? You know, what's, uh, what's your occupation? You know, and he's like, I walk dogs. Period. I'm like, oh, what? Repeat that? Period. She's like, yeah, I walk dogs. And I thought of it. And I'm like, oh, that's right. People in L.A. do love their dogs and they do pay a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. But she was doing that not because of of gaining this this status or going towards a profession that she didn't she necessarily didn't like. Mm-hmm. She was doing it just because she wants to pursue the more artistic side of herself, and she was doing this part time, and because she was feeling the California vibes. See, no, because I just find I just find like the artist life so beautiful. I mm-hmm. feel like everything else is mundane. Um, I feel like when you, I mean, think about it this way. Um, the other day I was giving a little motivational talk on my Instagram yes. and I was saying like, you know, if you think about it, the world is really consuming art. And the crazy thing is about artists, it's so hard to be an artist in it this is. society, it but is. in the same sense though, everybody consumes it. Yes. Like if it didn't exist, what the fuck would we be talking about? What would culture be? Yeah, like, people, it would be black and white. It's like people, people don't respect it, We artists, Yeah, artists are like, what did I say? Like, artists are like, you know, imagine there's a coloring book. Yes. And literally, it's just, you know, coloring books is black and white. Right. We are the fucking crayons. And I think that, that's you know, a fucking this, word. Mm. Mm. Can we just announce the fact that I just... Snap, I snap, 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 snap. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thank you. Well we done. are the crayons. Yes. That's That could also be the title of the thing. <laughs> Coloring book, baby. Coloring <laughs> <laughs> A good example, a good example of, of to your point, mm-hmm. is during the pandemic yeah, when yeah. we were all inside and everybody had to either didn't have a job or were a stay at home. Yeah. Um. You know the number one app during the pandemic, TikTok. Mm-hmm. People were on TikTok making dances yeah showing people their artistic Artistic, work even though i hate tiktok yes yes i was on it too addicted tiktok sponsor us right i didn't i don't hate tiktok i just hate the algorithms yeah well that's for next episode (laughs) (laughs) i just hate the algorithms algorithms a little Anyway, sponsor us. We're two black people. <laughs> right. And, uh, my, dance, my, my dances are fire. If and, you want to make um, up for your algorithm, <laughs> no better way than to toss money at black people. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, you know, don't see a lot of black creators. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was the number one app because people had nothing to do but to just create. Yeah. I think you start to sit with yourself and realize that every body has a creative thing inside them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, COVID, you yes. know, I think it really allows us to look within and literally, what do you like to do when the world's ending, when yeah. there's nothing going on? Yeah, like, exactly. what, what are you doing? Are you painting? Are you no. drawing? Are you yeah. talking? Are you singing? Are you making music? And I think it, well, you it don't have to worry about, about money. Money. Who what are, are you? you doing? Who are you? 
and that's that's one pivotal thing that got me through um to where i am now with my creativity mm -hmm. i'm it's it's a transition from last um when we were in upstart right like I'm tapping into literally every facet of my creativity. Every mm -hmm. God-given gift that I have, I'm getting it up to par. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? I like, start off with dancing, but everything is a sense of, like, they loop in and learning how to use them. But I think it stemmed with COVID. Because for me, I literally asked myself, like, Deontay, like, who the fuck are you if, like, mm -hmm. with, like, everything's going to shit? Yeah. Like, what are you what are you going to leave behind? What are you presenting to the world? Yes, exactly. And I was like couple dances videos like i was like no it has to be bigger you know i was like, you have to think bigger you have to think better like what are you gonna leave behind i was like it's just my why changed yeah it wasn't like it wasn't like oh i'm gonna shit on people that said i was gonna be shit mm -hmm. i'm gonna shit on the, the teacher that in high school was like now your attitude yeah, i don't no. get you anywhere no it now it's more so like my <laughs> why is like i just really want to leave stuff that can change someone's life change mine change the world and I like caught, i caught i caught it took me a while to actually catch COVID. Yeah. When I caught it, it was the most debilitating thing in the world. And I was in, I was bedridden for two weeks. Freedom. And when I got over it, I remember a spark. Cause it, I was, I was literally, um, on my deathbed, like close, <laughs> close to it. Yes. Back then it was a death sentence. Yeah. It was right there. It was a death sentence and it felt like it. And I, I remember I recovered. I got twice. <laughs> I remember. Uh, Hopefully, won't catch anyway. you. Uh, and so, I made the decision mentally. To I was like, I have to start building yeah. this agency mm -hmm. right now, because just like you said, I'm like, I'm in LA. I've done some stuff. Yeah. But what have I done really? Mm-hmm. What have I done? Like, what have I done? Yes. You know, you've done stuff for other people. What yes. have you done? That's the question. And I was like, all right, I need to start getting a little bit more selfish and yeah. really start building something that if I was to leave this earth today, that I would be proud yeah. that I've established. So thank you, Pandemic, for basically everything that, that, that Inspire, you see right now. Inspiring everything, <laughs> inspiring yeah. us. Like, that's that's why I created this whole brand called, like, Step Into the Inferno. Like, that's really my whole thing. Yeah. I When I was in Austin, Texas, mm -hmm. like, I had a little documentary thing I did with, like, 10 um, adults that I taught. Right. And we just tapped in. It was, it was deeper than dance. Like, I had these 10 adults, like, students just go in and train with me. And we opened up and became human yeah. like we were just talking we were also dancing but we were getting to know each other deeper we were feeling the music deeper mm -hmm. we were feeling each other deeper and we were talking about our mental state like stages where we were at That's so and we just opened up so important and when i tell you the whole experience it has taken these 10 people like i can physically sit back and look at all the things they've done and they're like and they really just like they did it and opened up because they didn't believe in themselves before yeah but after you can see them auditioning for crazy things. Oh, they're doing man. stuff right now. And then they still reach out to me and they're like, oh, Deontay, da da da, da. Like, thank you so much. And da da da. Like, I, I missed that experience. Yeah. Um, and that was just one thing. I was just like, yo, that was at a time when I was like low, Spe you know? Speak, speaking of inspiration, and I'm going to I'm gonna kind of take us back to, to the co-living that we yeah, were yeah. in. When you first arrived and you saw that you were around so many creatives, yes. so many people. 
who was the first person that you were like I met and truly inspired me? I'm like you said, there's 70, so 80, 90, some some houses, a hundred other people that we have yeah. to live with every single day. Who's that one person that you first met that you're like, oh, this person is inspiring me to to not only do be an artist, but yeah. to get better. Yeah, um, there's so many people. Mm. Um, because I think it's more so like every little per every person that we met, there was so many different things about mm. each person that I like was like, wow, like this person is teaching me something or I need to learn this or something right. like that. Um, but honestly, it was um, a person. I don't know. Did you did you meet? Um, wow, it's crazy. I don't want to say names. Yeah, yeah, yeah you don't say any names. Um, Maybe description. Description. Um, Abs. Uh, no, no, I walked in, I walked in and like, she was just, she had a beautiful voice. Yes. Um, and she was always singing in mm. the shower and I walked in the first day and I met her. Mm. Um, and then like, maybe when it Ethnicity? got, yeah, it, uh, black, black. Okay. um, and met her and then we like, it was like what, seven o'clock. So it was nighttime, right. eight o'clock. And we were just like, she was having like a writer session by the little smoke mm. tent. And I just never thought about having a writer session for yourself right um i never started like writing music i didn't write songs i i mean i wrote them but i never like dedicated time through my day yep. to write them i just like had little notes in my phone but she had a whole journal a right. little notebook and the only time i ever did that was when i wrote my stories my scripts hmm. um so i was like wait like i have songs in my brain, in brain. my heart as well so like you gotta bring them out i bring them out so we literally sat there and just in the quiet, just writing. And that's how I wrote one of my songs. Um, remember the song, I Loving You? I do not. That That is but a song. Yeah, no. We'll play it later. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But that is a song that, um, my, my first song that I wrote um, wasn't Upstart, but it was insp inspired by that moment because that's the first thing I wrote when I was there. Um, those t top lyrics. And yeah. then she was also there and like, it was it's a beautiful thing because she saw it from pen to being recorded yeah to then being a song it's my first one that's dope that's incredible yeah it was beautiful and like it's just it's a really cool thing because like she i remember like you know self-sabotaging myself and i was like oh yeah i'm not a songwriter mm. you know and and, and and like she was just the like one person like, at that moment was just like no like this is the time to do it you're you know someone told me one time what they said whenever you put in your title hey i'm an aspiring mm. yeah you know da, da, da. don't put aspiring yeah whatever you mentally have yeah. told yourself you are you are mm -hmm. now you have to go and get it get it no you're absolutely correct now, that's why i i'm very very like you know um adamant about like what i say to myself yes. like i literally am saying like i there's so many things i am i'm a friend maker mm -hmm. i'm a dancer of course i'm a writer uh-huh you know i'm a singer songwriter hey. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm -hmm. a choreographer, I'm uh -huh. an actor. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I am this this whole little slash 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 thing Preach. that I have. Like yes. I if you are an artist, I use it as like you are an artist, but there it's it's an umbrella term. Yes. So everything underneath is what you can be what un you can under be. the umbrella. Yeah. Um but yeah, slash 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 slash. You know? But that was, I mean, she really did inspire. I don't really, I haven't talked to her in forever because, you know, we lose touch. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. We lose touch. Um, but it, that was a, <laughs> one of the things that really inspired me, and I appreciate. You know who you are. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And um, who, what about you? What, what's your... Uh, 
I got. Let's uh pause for breaks. Oh, we have a break. Uh, commercial breaks. So welcome back, guys. Hi. Uh, <laughs> thank you to all of our sponsors. Um. Yeah. So I got inspired by Ukrainian. Mm. Oh, good old country of Ukraine. We are with you, by the way. You know, we don't want you guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you know, for sure. Shout out to Ukraine. Yeah. Um. I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying his name, but I won't. But <laughs> he. I think I, no, I think I know him, right? Yeah. Um. I was gonna say white guy, but worked there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I but okay, I know. But yeah, he's yeah, Ukrainian. Yeah. You know, he's so, good. Yeah, so yeah. you kind of figure he's white. Oh, I want to know the story. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I walk. I came to to Upstart actually doing photography. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't start. I mean, I did video where yeah. I came from. Yeah. But you know, I guess I got artist cast <laughs> as yeah. a photographer because that's that's why I came in, and so I took some photos. They were okay. You know, I'm in, I, I'm still working on my craft, mm-hmm. and there was a few people there who needed headshots and their stuff taken, mm-hmm. and there was this other international girl. She had just every time I would ask her, I was like, "Hey, you want to get a you know your picture taken? You mm-hmm. want?" And she was, I was like, "Oh, you know, that's not that's right now. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. Every time, no, no, and and definitely no. I learned." She was being shot by someone at Upstart who, when I saw the photos, I was like, wow, this guy is much better than me. (laughs) No wonder she turned me down. Mm -hmm. She was like, you are not up to par, Par, sir. yeah. (laughs) Last name O. Right? Was his last name O? Spelled with O? I don't think so. All right, wrong person. Yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I was like, his his photos are fire. His photos are really, really good, too. But no, not him. Okay. Um... And so, what I did was, I went over to him one day, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, let's partner up. Let's do a shoot. And so, Period. a friend of mine's, um, I'm going to say his name, because he definitely won't mind if I say his name. His name is Kendall. He mm-hmm. was having, he's, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't live in Upstart. He doesn't live with us. He's just someone that I met through a mutual friend that lived in Baltimore. Nice. Linked up with Kendall. He was shooting a music video somewhere in downtown Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got connected with him. And so for the next shoot that he did, it was a book, I believe. I invited the person who inspired me. Yeah. And we, we did a collaboration together. And I kid you not, the way I saw him move, mm-hmm. the way I saw his vision, the way he looked at things. Yeah. I was like, this, this, this is how I want to look at things. Mm -hmm. The way he set up the lighting, the way he made sure the camera angles were, the camera angles were great. Mm -hmm. Not just good, great. Till today, I still use a lot of what I saw in him that day to produce some of the fire content that we produce today here at Sky Show Productions uh, Video Agency, you know, LLC. That's Etc. Etc. Yeah. Uh, he set the bar. He set the bar. Yeah. Of what the standard should be for people who want you to who want to hire you to do things for mm-hmm. them. And 
when people like that come into your life yeah. and you learn from them, yeah. sometimes they don't even realize That's what they're doing. that you're learning from them. Mm-hmm. Because he's so humble. Yeah. Like, the most humble person in the world. I'm sure if you ask him right now, he would probably say, he would probably say, oh no, his work his work was, was good. You know, it mm-hmm. was much better than mine's. And that's me trying to do a Ukrainian accent. I know it sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but... Till that day, he's, he's still one of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. Um, he travels all across the United States now. He was actually in Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago. I'm not sure if he's still here. Um, he's worked for Sky Shield in the past. He was actually the company's main photographer yeah. for a little bit before he decided to move to another uh, state. state. Nice. That's beautiful, though. I love the fact that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, w- even though you were artists like that, it's good to hear, like, like who we're inspired by yes. what inspires us you know like I, it, it's it's so cool to see like i didn't know that yeah. I, I didn't know that like that was your you know first yeah and i kid you not i don't know if i would be here today if i decided to just rent an apartment a one bedroom apartment or a studio apartment oh it, you wouldn't have because like could you imagine like i mean you probably would have but i'm saying like you wouldn't have in the sense of like do you know how harder, how much harder it would have been? It would have, I, I honestly believe it would have been much harder. Yeah. Because of that community that I gained from yeah. living with so many other roommates. Yeah. I was able to find, you know, who uses the term like-minded people all the time. Yeah. Um, I was able to find like-minded people, people who pushed me, who tested me, who, who challenged through, me, who challenged me yeah. through their actions and made yeah. me better. Especially my way of thinking. Yes. Because like I thought out the box i've done things that i didn't think that i was because i have this like this like egotistic like um i'm this i'm a star yes you know and then i have i build friendships mm-hmm. and then they're like wait can you can you do this in, in, in my video and i'm mm-hmm. like yeah sure mm-hmm. and here i am carrying a generator yes across a fucking mountain <laughs> for free wait, hold on you, you carried <laughs> a generator we, we gotta get into the story <laughs> who made you carry a generator what was first what was the generator for um, so we did a music video shoot, um, for one of the other artists who is a friend. Mm. Um, and, uh, the music video was dope. Turned out beautiful. But okay. the generator, um, fell out to be my responsibility, which loved. Yes. I'm a team player. Yes. Um, even. Go team. Uh, yeah, go team. I'm a team mm-hmm. player. Um, even if the generator is heavy as fuck. Even. Um. In fact, more so. Yeah, in fact, more so, yeah. you know, I. Team spirit, go team. Yay. Um, so the generator is heavy. It's hot outside, mm-hmm. and we're carrying and it. We're carrying it up, like you know, we're walking through. It was like a hilly environment. Yes. So it was hills, mountains, rocks. You know, yeah, that yeah, yeah. the whole nine yards. Um, and I have this generator, and I'm just walking. And you know, when shoots happen, we have to change location and mm-hmm. stuff like this. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm still. Yes. Carrying yeah, and, yeah, and shaking and shaking and, shaking. and sweating and <laughs> holding this generator. I'm about to drop this motherfucker. Generator. Yeah, no, and it and, and like we rented it, so yeah. it cost money. I was scared. Also, I was like, mm-hmm. if I drop this bitch, like I'm not paying for it. Mm-hmm. Um, hope is insured. Hope is insured because <laughs> it was go. It will topple down the oh, hill before I did. Oh, and then <laughs> it would have toppled down before me. I tell you that before me, the strength would have been there. Mm-hmm. The str- I, I would have found it. Pray for me. Yeah, no, but it was a beautiful time, but. Yeah, I, that's just that was the story without telling the whole story. Mm-hmm. But it was a good time. But I, 
I definitely carried a generator across. I think it was like a mile and a half. The things we do as artists. Yeah, like cause I, I was like, and then to be a part. Also, that was my first time being like in crew. Like yeah. it was just like I, I wasn't like in front of the camera mm-hmm. or anything or like that. I was just like in the crew, and it just was a cool experience too because yeah. I was like helping out around and watching this final product yes. be done, and then that feeling of like knowing that this would not have gotten done mm-hmm. if. I was an essential part there, and I think I've never thought of it on the other side of the of like that mm-hmm. that lens, you know, like the being like behind the scenes. The word that I would think I think that's so important. The word that you use, crew. Mm-hmm. That's the first being in a group in an environment mm-hmm. of so many other different people. Um, I think that's why I truly learned what crew meant. Yeah, family too, because connection. Even and I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with just with just crew here for yeah. for a second is the the normal ordinary human being mm-hmm. doesn't realize how many moving parts there there are to any sort of production right like I, if you watch I didn't even know yes if you watch a um a music video mm-hmm. or a television show mm-hmm. and I didn't even realize this too until I got to LA is you have the person the producer who's in charge of the whole thing yeah and you watching out there you're thinking oh all there is is cameramen and then actors right right Mm-mm. you have the camera operator who's operating the camera you have the person in charge of bringing batteries mm-hmm. to that camera person you have your first ad mm-hmm. second, second third mm-hmm. you have someone who's in charge of pulling focus what we, what we mean by pulling focus is making sure that the subject in a video is clear. Mm-hmm. They're all the way on the other side of the room, staring into Looking a screen, this, like... making sure that it's the camera, the lens is focused on somebody. You have people who are in charge of of just the makeup, parts of the body for the makeup. You have it's this... like nine hundred roles on one. Thing. So many and roles, more in movies and animation. Like being part of a cog you can honestly if you do just one of these things you can be and you're the best at doing that particular thing yeah you can be such a such an immense commodity here in los Mm -hmm. angeles yeah like you don't have to be the whole shebang Mm -hmm. if you can do that one One little little thing thing i learned the other day so well (laughs) yeah i learned the other day with like sound um you know um there's a job where you just crack carrots yes like fingers yes i did not fucking know that i was like oh sign me up yeah (laughs) you can walk and like step on rocks and that's in in sound and i don't know what the technical term is but that's a job like there's so many different things that i feel i feel like i didn't know people Mm -hmm. fail to realize about the industry um that is very lucrative and you can really just jump in and really learn that hone that and also have your end like if anyone is out there trying to wanting to come out and like just dive in to film these videos anything else like it's open i was gonna say that if you're if you're here not in la if you're somewhere out there Mm -hmm. in 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 utah in wherever kentucky (laughs) you know and you're thinking about coming to los angeles and you're and you think it's just this gigantic mammoth that you that you can't overcome yeah just come on through find something small that you can do yeah work your way up work way up work your way up be the best at it because right now you're probably at 
a job that mm-hmm. you're thinking the same thing. Like, work your way up, get in the manager role, mm-hmm. you know, maybe be a partner later on in life or retire with ownership in the company. Yeah. Do the same thing. Like, if you have that dream to come out there, it's the same thing. Just push out with something you love to do rather than something you feel obligated to do. Yes. yes. That's the difference, I feel like. It's like obligation over passion. Yeah. And I, and I feel like we're very passionate about Super telling passionate. our stories. I think it's just more so telling our stories through it. Like, you, like your company, you're telling stories through the company through the lens well i mean yeah. like the actual camera like yes. the lens yes. you know what i'm saying like like it's just you're telling stories all around all um right. so i think that's all that's really all we have in this world is our stories and what we do and that's why it's so um cool that we're like talking about our stories through like and our roommate like, situation like like i said where we're telling these stories because we realize a lot of you don't live with so many other people and it's and it's, and it's such a it can be such a great thing mm-hmm. um of course, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna focus on the insane stories yeah. as this podcast progresses through through the weeks. Mm-hmm. But all in all, is to just make you realize just how much of a beautiful thing that it was at the time, because we yeah. wouldn't be who we are right now yeah. without it. And we are we were here able to give you a little insight yeah. on what brought us to Los Angeles. Yeah, what made us, what brought us to where we are right now, and. Starting next week, we're gonna have guests uh, from from these places that we lived in. Oh, you get to meet some roommates. Yeah, you get to meet a few roommates. roommates. (laughs) Have some other stories. Uh, Hear it all from them. Hear the wonderful, exciting, sometimes drama-filled stories of everything that happened while we lived there. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Mm -hmm wherever else you listen to podcasts because it really does help us immensely yes. to, to go up the rankings. Whenever please, please, please. whenever you pay attention and say that you like love the podcast, the algorithm recognizes that and moves up moves us up a step closer. And mm-hmm. the more people who listen and the algorithm moves us up, the more we can produce content Period. like this for you guys. And introduce you to things that you never knew before. Also, um, I think that we would love it if you guys had specific questions um, and you know things yeah. that you wanted to like have us talk about, or questions that you might just be curious about. Be curious about yeah. about coming to LA and our roommate situation um, that we can just like answer along the way through the podcast. I think that'll be a cool way for you guys yeah. to get your thoughts um, to us and us to like be able to hear, um, you know your voices yeah and we'll provide, well. provide any experience that we can you know as we've as we've gone through it we love to hear your questions yeah um and we'll give whatever knowledge we can yeah i mean i feel care. like we have a lot of we feel i mean i feel like we have a lot of knowledge to get like thinking about like half the stuff that we've done yes. i mean we've been here i mean i've been here off and on like and plus y'all you have to like know that i've come yes i've left yeah. I've come, I left, yes. and I've come back, and I'm here to stay now. But like, I've did the whole leave and go, mm-hmm. um, and even though there were short durations, like I left for two months, and then I stayed a year, it came again, mm-hmm. you know, and stayed six months, and now I'm here, and I'm in here definitely. But it's and just, I can, and I can provide you the other side of it of someone who's just been here the whole time, just yeah. grinding it out. Yeah, you know, it wasn't. It, in fact, I was, I was gonna say it wasn't the most glamorous. It was never glamorous. Yeah, still really isn't. But I think my fear is like was like being like fucking homeless in LA. Yeah. So I was like the first moment homelessness popped into my head, that bitch was out. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, nope. Nope. I, I'm not with that shit. Not here in LA. <laughs> not here anywhere else. <laughs> You're not about to flick me in my lip. <laughs> I said, anywhere else. Nope. But the determination to get yourself back, because for me, going back to my small town mm-hmm. was... Um, that made me physically, spiritually sick. Yes. Just because I felt like there was no elevation and growth for me. Like, mm-hmm. I felt my artist pool was here. So every time I was home, I felt very like, ugh. Like, I had to go. You had to get back. I had to get back. Get and back. then every time yeah. I got back, I felt, like, healed. Like, I'm, I'm here, you know? Um, so if you're an artist like me that has those type of, you know, feelings and thoughts and you just want to come out here, I yeah. say go. Because I think this podcast also is... One of those like podcasts that you can feel inspired to chase yeah, your dreams. Yeah, we want to inspire you, man. Yeah. Come do on, your thing. do like, your thing. Do, say, like, we're telling you yes. Yeah, we're telling you quit that job. Yeah, fuck we're that t- job. Fuck that job. Fuck that you know, job. we're telling you to book that plane ticket. Yeah. You know, we're telling you to write that song, make that book, mm. move out of the country mm-hmm. if you want to. Like, do the things that scare you. Yes. I think that's a beautiful thing. On the other side of fear is victory, baby. (laughs) Yes, it is. I don't know. It is. Also, guys, um, I have a song dropping this week called Deontay's Prayer. Um, Dropping the 15. And then I have a a surprise single dropping the 20th. Um, So if you guys want to check that out, um, be sure to follow me on Instagram. It's just my name. You'll see it on the comments below. Yes. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to share uh, my messages with you guys. And for us, you know, we're still doing our thing here at Sky Show Productions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we deal a lot with uh, with businesses and individual brands to help you grow. Period. And honestly, if it involves a camera, we do it. So just hire us. And, yeah, anything, everything. And once again, we thank you for listening to us. We're gonna have more guests coming soon. Forget, uh, don't forget to rate and review. Uh, lastly, I am Deji Manuel. And I'm Deontay. And thank you for coming out. Thank you guys. Talk to you next week. Bye.